So this is, uh, what's today? May 8th? I believe it's the 9th. Saturday is the 11th. Yep, Thursday the 9th, 5.40 p.m. Alright, Thursday the 9th, start 8. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> uh, it's about, what time is it, 5? Quarter to 6. Quarter, what? 5.40. The fuck? Alright, so we're about six hours out of our uh, mushroom experience, which is really only an experience for one of us. Because you're. You meant Susquehanna had a fucking mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I definitely felt something, but. Yeah. So, just a little uh, cue. And anyone who might be listening to this at some point in the future, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Uh, basically, we just did a grand each and uh, got me fucking weighing in at 130. I have fucking tripping balls on one gram. Well, maybe not tripping balls, but uh, I was definitely feeling it. And then we got my buddy over here. Uh, at 225, you said? 220. 220. On a gram of, gram of mushrooms. And not feeling it. So. I didn't feel it. Oh, you weren't. You were driving around. I was driving. I was driving zone, but. Yeah. You weren't as fucked up as me. That is fucked up. Feeling emotional disturbances and all that shit. So, anyway. So, no, I, that. I, like, I was kind of on the outer edge. Yeah. Like, what do they call that for a black hole? The uh, event horizon. Event horizon, thank you. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of sitting there, like, looking at it. You know, it's like a finite thing. I can see it, I can smell it, and touch it. Yeah. But I can't quite stick in my arm. In well, there. that's what I was saying, too. Like, that's why. I was saying, like, don't expect much. We're probably just going to be, like, browsing through the, the, the brochure. The catalog, but we're not actually going to be going on the plane, so to speak. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's about almost six hours later, and I'm starting to calm down. Had me a good old Jimmy Jan sandwich, and yeah, now we're just out here shooting shit. And I smoke some weed. And I smoke some weed. Speaking of which, you should get, the, get that fucking bong, dude. I don't want to go up there right now. Yeah. I'm just saying. If we're going to do this, let's do it right. Oh. You know, but we're going to sit out here. We're going to hide that thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, get like a box or something to put it in. I don't know. A bag, maybe? And if Mike comes out here. Oh, yeah, that's the way you If he comes out and sees us here, he'll light a cigarette up and chill with us. And I'll be like, yeah. thinking about it the whole time, but not looking over there. Like, you know. Yes. Attract attention. And for our listeners, whoever they may be, uh, Mike is uh, Pat's Alcoholics Anonymous roommate slash landlord, who we must hide the fact that we smoke weed from, <clears throat> because he would not approve. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
So I was thinking, of, I was trying to think of names, um, a name for a podcast. Like, say we did do a podcast, which mm. I guess maybe we're doing one. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, maybe Blazed and Confused could be a good one. Oh, obviously, I know you don't. But I'm just trying to think of something. It's funny. Although the Event Horizon, that that kind of you know sounds good. Although it, may, it might be a bit, a bit pretentious or pedantic, whatever the fuck that word means. I'm not sure what it means, but it makes me sound smart. It's probably like a scene from Liar Liar. What? When he can't lie, she's like, well, "What do you think of him?" He's like, "He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard." Yeah. A belligerent old fart. A worthless thieving pile of cow dung. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> He's like, you're all right, Reed. I love a good roasting. Yeah. Do Ed. Yeah. Ed should have quit the game years ago, but he can't stay at home because he hates his wife. <laughs> and he just fucking goes up and down yeah, the line dude, yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know. Slut! <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I, um, you know, I wasn't really sure. Like, I was a bit skeptical when you came to me uh, that day a while back when we watched that movie. And you're like, dude, liar, liar. And I was just like, yeah, liar, liar. But, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, it's liar, liar. That was shit was like the 90s. Come on. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, liar, liar is a fucking solid movie. Like, that movie is legit. <laughs> like... That is comedic genius right there. I don't know who the fuck made that movie, like the director or whatever, writers, but fucking props to those motherfuckers. And Jim Carrey. I mean, he's he's a bit crazy now, but yeah. fucking with his anti... What is he all? Anti... He's getting, Well, he's with that crazy bitch who's anti-vaccines. And I guess he's anti-guns now, too. I don't know. I don't understand these assholes. Like Sean Penn... And Matt Damon, although yeah. Matt Damon, I, I think he actually knows what the fuck he's talking about sometimes. But it's like, oh, just because we're actors, or Angelina Jolie, you know, like, fucking got to make a statement about something. Mm-hmm. Their opinion matters. Like, Sean Penn is kind of a douche. Uh, Jim Carrey, kind of retarded. Matt Damon... <laughs> He's all right. He's actually in this awesome movie. I forget what the fuck it's called. But basically, it goes in and it just explains, like, the whole banking uh, crisis or f- shit that happened in 2008. And basically, it's like, you know, like, what they were doing was, like, if not illegal, it was at least highly unethical. And... You know, it wasn't like they, they they knew they shouldn't have been doing it, but they just didn't give a fuck, and nobody's held accountable. Uh, if anybody, I guess I got Google on my phone, but I'm a retard. But if anybody can think of the name of that, I'll probably put it in the comments or links somewhere later. I don't know. I guess I can make this a YouTube channel. I think that's what I'll do. I'll just create a YouTube channel and upload this shit onto YouTube with a cool little graphic. Neato. There we go. Cool. 
Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Fucking Canadian beer is pretty good. La Fin du Monde. Monde. I don't know. My girlfriend speaks French. She would correct me. I don't know what it's called. It's the end of the world. It's what it means. And it's delicious. We Try to talk about her, though. She called the cops on us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So get this. All right. So we're... All right. <laughs> Well, here's our fucking day. Okay, so we go to the woods. Thinking, you know, hey, we're going to go to the woods. We're going to have ourselves a nice little experience with our one gram mushroom. Ground ground up into a peanut butter sandwich, you know. Going to go out and just walk around the woods, maybe sit down and, you know, enjoy nature. Which we did for a while, but then we got rained out. So we had to go get in the car and start driving. And we're driving around, fucking tripping balls. Don't know where the fuck we're going. We're just like, oh, where are we going? I don't know, dude. Where are we going? <laughs> how, long, how long were we driving? Like two, fucking hours. Two hours. Two fucking hours. Just driving around. Going, where the fuck are we going? Like, and just nonsense in the country. Back roads. Oh, my God. Anyway, if it, Eventually, we go to my house so I can grab my hoodie because I'm freezing balls at this point because we got all, we spent like at least an hour sitting in the rain like a bunch of jackasses (laughs) 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 huddling under a tree thinking like, oh, we're not going to get that wet. Although it wasn't that bad, to be honest. I'm just, you know, being facetious here. But anyway. Just embellishing a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good storytelling. Yeah. But anyway. Go to my house and I go talk to my girlfriend or whatever who's like all Christian and uptight and doesn't approve of me. Well, you forgot that we had called ahead of time though. Yeah, oh yeah, and I called her while I'm on my way to see if she's home and to let her know that we're coming through. And she asked me, uh, are you guys going to be smoking weed? I was like, uh, probably. The fuck? Like... It's sort of what we had planned. I told you what we had planned. I told her, like, days in advance what we were doing today. We're going to go eat mushrooms and have us a good time. So anyway, I called her up. Uh, and told, you know, just basically seeing if she was home. Which, because, you know, I really didn't want to be dealing with that on a head full of mushrooms. Her fucking nagging ass. Yeah. So anyway, we get there. And I go in. Get my hoodie because I'm freezing balls at this point. Uh, and I go in and talk to her, and she tells me she called the fucking police. Which, I don't believe her. I'm like almost 100% sure she was just lying, but still, like. She just didn't want us there. Yeah, yeah. That's trying to scare us out. something. But, that's our. So, you know, you just don't say that kind of shit to someone with a head full of mushrooms. You could really fuck a person up. <laughs> Send them on a downward spiral, fucking tailspin, to fucking negativity land, oh, where all the shit. demons come out, and, you know, that's not, uh-huh. it's not cool, man. It's not cool. But whatever, that's, she, she, she doesn't know anything about drugs. 
So I kind of, you know, forgive her for, for her ignorance. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pretty retarded. I mean, honestly, let's think it through. She has no job. Uh, I, you know, she gets disability check, but that's only $600. Our rent is $600. So, you know, she calls the cops. I go to jail, lose my job. What the fuck is she going to do? Yeah. Let's think it through here, sister. <laughs> Uh man. Yeah. But anyway. That was our day. So now we're here, safe at Pat's house, where the only thing we got to worry about is Mike, the Alcoholics Anonymous landlord roommate dude, be who is not here, and uh, Grandma, who I don't think she gives a shit. <laughs> she doesn't know, dude. Uh, even if she knew, I don't she think she would give a shit. Like, well, Pat's a good kid. You know, he, he gets a good job, he's doing the right thing, uh, you know, if he wants to smoke a little weed, why not? <laughs> so, like, that crazy fucking psycho bitch. His voice is so good, man. I, I, well. Especially your girlfriend, man, but... <laughs> Like I, I just want to let you know. I had her image. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I caught the police. Oh, that's I butchered it right there, but I'm thinking it too. I'm thinking about it too much. Like I was just picturing Grandma's face, and I was listening to your voice, like yeah. she was talking to me. Yeah, like the mushrooms, fucking in your brain, and my fucking face morphed into her face. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, we weren't quite there. Although that would have been kind of cool. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. But no, um, so I recently made a YouTube video uh, on my personal channel, <clears throat> MOS619. Holla at your boy. Respect. <laughs> Recognize. Um, where I was to basically one of those long rants about uh, the FDA and medical marijuana and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And uh, got this comment from, uh, well, I got a couple of interesting comments. But I got uh, one in particular from this crazy, I guess, old woman living in the country somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where she's from. She said she was from the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, well, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't know about science. And that medical marijuana. But, uh, you know, I'm just a simple country woman, but we don't play around out here in the country. I'm a, I'm a country bitch. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out. I, oh, my God. I, if I had my laptop handy, I'd, I'd, I'd look up her screen name. country bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like... Shout out to that woman. Because she's pretty cool. Like, she's crazy as fuck. Okay, because later on, okay, because we're talking. I spent like a whole morning, you know, whereas most people, you know, on a beautiful spring day would be out, like, enjoying the day. And, I don't know. Meeting with their friends, having meaningful relationships with real people. I'm online <laughs> talking to this crazy bitch. 
commenting on my FDA marijuana rant. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, what, did, what did she say? Uh, yeah, so she's talking to me, and she's like, yada, yada, yada. We're going back and forth, and I'm just talking about marijuana and why it needs to be legal, and blah, blah, blah. And then... <laughs> For some reason, she brought up abortion, which I guess that's just a, uh, I believe that's what they call it, an ad hominem uh, attacking my character in a debate. Um, so, sort of trying to destroy my character, Dis discredit me, because I support abortions. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, I support abortion. Why the fuck not? It's your choice. Like... Do I think you should have an abortion? I mean, that's a case-by-case -case basis, but should it be against the law to actually do it if, you know, you want to? No. That's, that's ridiculous. It's anti, that's anti-American uh, right there is what that is. And, um, you know, fucking fuck anybody who tries to tell you different. I know these uh, Republicans and the... Uh, Religious rights try to, you know, brand America with their fucking values, but no, it's, you want to go back to, you know, fucking Jefferson and Franklin and Washington and all that shit, the fucking Enlightenment thinkers, uh, they would have been totally for abortions, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't have a time machine yet to go back and ask them, but... I think we can infer that as long as you're, not, you know, as long as the woman, who ultimately that's her decision, as long as the woman is good down with it, it's up to her. But anyway, so this woman was talking about abortion. She brings up abortion. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Pat. Thanks for bringing me back. Sorry. Well, I was enjoying that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, this anyway, story must continue here. Yes, the show must go on. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so, fucking, starts talking about abortions, and then she got real crazy, like, she's like, oh, I bet you think this is the only life you live, well, I know that this is, I know, with certainty, that this is just one, one incarnation, in that. We all go to a star, return to a star in heaven when we die. And that there's 133 universes and that this is just the crappiest universe. And that we have to be good people in order to, to get to the next level. Like, this is some sort of fucking video game. <laughs> Which, I mean, if that's, you know, the way... That's what you gotta believe. Like, just the same way if, like, if you gotta believe in Jesus or you gotta believe in whatever bullshit you want to believe in to help you navigate your life and make sense to the world like more power to you as long as you're not fucking me up with your nonsense but uh, anyway yeah so at this point I'm like oh god I spent my whole afternoon my whole and now it's, by now it's the afternoon I spent my whole fucking day uh, talking to a crazy person on the internet oh my god but you know by now, 2011, uh, I really should have fucking known. What's it saying about me? 
that I'm on there actually, you know, participating in this conversation. You know, it takes two to tango, so who the fuck am I to talk? But anyway, so she comes in with her, uh, whatever new age bullshit belief she's got. I don't even, I don't even know the secret. I don't know. And I just set her back with a, uh, a line, I believe, I'm not exactly sure where it's from. I believe it's from the Principia Discordia, which is the, uh, the Discordian holy book. If you don't know what Discordian is, uh, go fuck yourself. No, actually, uh, look it up, because it's pretty awesome. It's pretty good shit. Read the Illuminatus Trilogy by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea. Holla at your boy. Amazon.com. Audible. Get that shit. What? Anyway, uh, but there is a uh, a line in there. I believe it's Malcolypse the Younger. Smoke. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm going into a story, but yeah, I'll get you. I'm sorry. I'll hand it to you. You can do it yourself. All right, sorry. Going to the story. So anyway, the uh, and the Prince Pete, and what she had said before, just to kind of give a little context. <laughs> She had said that, uh, you know, everything, you know, if it's written down, it's got to be true, right? And I think, you know, half joking, but just half crazy. She even was like, you know, admitted to the fact that, like, she comes, might come off as crazy. So, uh, you know, I, I can kind of respect that because, you know, see where she's coming from. She at least knows that it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, like the real crazy people are the ones who don't know they're crazy. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. So, you know, I, I can respect this woman. She seems like a cool bitch. I would actually hang out with her if I met her in real life. But I'd let her try some of my doobie snacks, as she, as she called them. D-U-B-Y, by the way. D-U-B-Y. Doobie snacks. Yeah. But anyway, in the Principia Discordia, I believe... Uh, some version of it. I don't fucking know. Malcolypse the Younger, which is just a pseudonym for some asshole who I don't know who he is, wrote that uh, all, st- all statements are true in some sense, false in some sense, meaningless in some sense, true and false in some sense, true and meaningless in some sense, false and meaningless in some sense, and true and false and meaningless in some sense. And uh, what I uh, take from that is, you know, it's and kind of the way I like to look at life is, you know, it's like life is a big uh, picture. It's a large uh, sort of tapestry painting uh, dance process that's going on, if you will. And uh, you can kind of make of it what you will. You can, you know, choose to section off and focus on a certain little uh, section. And, you know, you want to worry about marijuana, which is what I like to do. Or you want to worry about, like, Tool or Lindsay Lohan and Kim Kardashian or fucking North Korea and Obama and whatever the fuck. Your friends, shit that's going on around you. You know, that's... It's cool. It's what you, you know, it's the power of your mind. It's, it's life. It's the beauty of life. So you can kind of create and make up what you will from this 
greater gestalt. That is the, the universe in life and all that. But, um, yeah. Uh, anyway. So that's my little philosophical uh, science rant bullshit there. Again, it's maybe true, maybe false, it may be meaningless in some sense. But yeah. Uh, been talking a little bit too much here, Pat. So what's uh, what's up with you, man? Who are you texting over there? Nobody. Just checking my email. <clears throat> checking your emails. You're busy. Busy on your iPhone. But uh, no, man. I'm just listening to you talk. It's funny shit. Oh yeah. I, I still got to read it. I mean, I know you probably covered it, but it was probably paraphrasing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like to read the full uh, conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. back and forth. It was a big, long thing where I go over and explain how the drug war. I mean, I fucking. It's been way too much time thinking about this shit to where it's like... I'm from the country. I don't know yeah, science, but... Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> and I'm not... You know, I could have gotten into an ad hominem thing where she, you know, was talking about studies where marijuana, uh, like, destroys your endocrine... Well, messes up your endocrine system, which may be true, but I'm not trying to have babies, so I don't give a fuck about that. And, um... <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, oh, what else? Something about, like, it could fuck up your pregnancy and all this shit, and lung cancer. And I basically shot back with, like, uh, you know, arguments to the counter, which, you know, there's uh, opposing views on each side. There's scientific uh, evidence on both sides that contradict each other. Uh, and, I mean, you know. If you hide that bag, I know you're only going to be a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. Can you check me? Where was I? Oh, you were talking about the, con- the counters to, uh, she's saying about prenatal care or prenatal danger. And- oh, yeah, prenatal danger, smoking weed, and all this shit. She's not a scientist. But anyway, we get and we got into you know talking just talking about medical marijuana and if it's dangerous and whatever, and so I got into like you know just sort of the larger problem that is the drug war, which is for you know it's basically it's prohibition. That is the policy that we have towards uh, a certain <coughs> list of drugs, uh, whatever schedule. They fall under cocaine, uh, heroin, LSD, acid, LSD is acid, but mescaline, peyote, mushrooms, uh, ecstasy, MDMA, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> marijuana. And marijuana is in the same class as heroin yeah. and, and ecstasy, even though uh, cocaine is actually le- a little lower down on the... The, uh, the scale and oxycontin is like several steps down from where marijuana is at which how that makes any fucking sense I don't know but anyway uh, my whole kind of point was is that in sort of the point that I try to make in general is that you know 
We spend billion, billions, billions, with a B, billions, tens of billions. I believe uh, this last year was something around $24 billion a year. And that's just for the ONDCP. That's not uh, ex including uh, what local and state municipalities spend enforcing these fucking policies. But, and that's, you know, doesn't even include the cost of incarcerating all these people who are in jail for drug crimes. Mm -hmm. um, we spend so much money. And, you know, people are like, well, I don't use drugs. I don't, you know, I don't do any of this shit. Why, why do I care? Fuck people who do crack or whatever. And the reason that you should care is because all this money, this is your fucking money, folks. You know, you will fucking worry about the economy and fucking recession and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is your money. These are your tax dollars. <laughs> and they're being fucking wasted. Wasted. Squandered. Pissed away. For nothing. Because the war on drugs does nothing to stop the inflow of drugs. Drugs continue to get into this country. Um, they're actually purer and cheaper than they were in the past now that we've uh, fucked up the Taliban over in Afghanistan and we have U.S. soldiers guarding opium fields over there so that the uh, Afghan farmers will like us and tell us where the bad guys are, quote unquote, you know, good fucking luck with that. And basically all we do is bribe them to rat their friends out, which, you know, they're probably not going to do because... Whereas, you know, like, we're like, yeah, we'll give them money, but those other guys will just come through and, like, fucking chop their heads off. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's, it's a fucked up situation over there. But anyway, you know, drugs are getting into this country. We have drugs in prisons. Maximum security prisons are filled with drugs. So if you think you're going to keep drugs off the fucking streets, uh... You, you must be fucking high on drugs because that's just simply not happening. Uh, two, no matter how much money you throw at it. Two, the war on drugs locking people up does nothing to deter people from using. People continue to use at right around the, about the same rate they've always used. You know, like, yeah, yeah there's spikes here and there. Uh, heroin is uh, kind of making a combat. Now, again, with the whole... Uh, thing in Afghanistan. Well, dude, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just supply and demand shit. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, um... It's not just, like, all of a sudden people are like, oh, let's try this heroin shit again. Like, what the fucking feds and the fucking police and shit are doing that's causing the demand for that, to be honest. Well, there is a demand. People want to use drugs. That's just our nature. We want to uh, change our consciousness, whether we're, you know, we're stressed or we, you know, just like, like the way it feels, you know, it's fun. It's, you know, we want to have that sort of, and again, like the mushrooms that we did earlier, uh, there's um, a lot of evidence that, like, there's a lot of evidence that, no, no, I asked if you smoked it here. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, smell. I'll do it again. I'm, I'm sorry. It's all right. But anyway, there's a lot of evidence that 
Sorry. We gotta watch out for Mike. I don't wanna be he may not come home. We're in the garage, but still. I gotta smoke I'm out. I'm sure they can tell from all the cars going by. Yeah. Dude, just fucking open some gasoline and pour. Yeah. Well, fire up the grill, I don't know, dude. No, I don't smell that bad. Yeah, but anyway, you know, people want to use drugs. I believe uh, Dr. Andrew Weil has uh, written extensively on this subject. And basically, you know, there's a lot of evidence that uh, people's religious experiences, many of them may have been uh, drug-induced. Uh, there's a lot of... Or, I don't know if a lot of, but there's certain scholars in Israel who are, you know, trying to make a connection between uh, Moses and the burning bush and this uh, what's called the acacia tree and DMT, which, you know, could explain how the fuck he's uh, having these voices talk to him in his head, you know. It, it makes sense. Like, it makes sense. And then if you want to go even further back than that, um, as we were kind of talking before about Terrence McKenna and the stoned ape theory, yeah. whereas, you know, like, as you're starting to get the visual and sort of sense enhancements from the mushroom, uh, these sort of things would help our early uh, proto-human ancestors if they were trying to hunt, if they're eating mushrooms, that helps them, you know, hear and see things better, makes them more alert and yeah, more, uh, efficient. more efficient hunters, so they're going to you know, be more successful, they're going to eat, and they're going to survive, survive yeah. to pass on that habit, to that trait of eating mushrooms to their kin. And then, uh, not only that, but mushrooms, may, may, the mushrooms make you a little randy. So um, these people are probably taking mushrooms, hunting successfully, coming back, taking more mushrooms, just having a an orgy is the kind of the way that uh, uh, Terrence McKenna theorizes it. Uh, and, you know, yeah, people did that back in the day. There's a uh, book, I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot about it, Sex at Dawn, powerful uh, Christopher Ryan, where he goes into uh, basically, uh, I guess it's about human sexuality and promiscuity was just sort of like the norm especially in uh, pre-agricultural pre societies where they um, would, uh, you know, be like a small village. Everybody knew each other. Like, it was kind of encouraged, like, sleeping with multiple partners because you kind of wanted everybody looking out for each other. Yeah. That was, you know, good for the community. And it's not like these were, like, just strange people. It's like people you grew up with, people you had known your whole life. There's, like maybe 50 people in your fucking village, you know, you know everybody. Yep. And, you know, everybody, you know, fucks in time. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Gotta, you know, experience, because we're, we're only here once, or maybe, maybe more than once, who knows? I don't fucking know. According to that fucking lady <laughs> on my channel, we're in 133 universes, so I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck, I'm choking, man. Yeah. Anyway, and then at higher doses, after these proto-humans were out there hunting and doing all this bullshit, they, uh, you know, 
chipped their fucking balls off and had like mystical experiences where they saw something, I don't know, higher dimensions, gods, maybe, aliens, who knows? Whatever the fuck you want to call it, we don't really know. But, uh, and like we were saying earlier, it's like they kind of basically started to figure out like, oh my god, I can take a, a sound to represent an object in three-dimensional space, what? <laughs> and that's the birth of language. And there's an awesome uh, Alex Gray picture where he kind of has a like early uh, Aust Australopithecus type looking creature and a uh, mushroom in, in his hand and he's sort of like has like these Tibetan symbols coming out of his flowing out of his mouth and that's like the birth of language I believe is the name of that piece but uh, powerful Alex Gray keep doing what you do bro love ya but anyway Chapel of Sacred Mirrors anyway um People want to get high. So, you know, there's the demand. And, you know, so as long as there's a demand, you know, there's a demand, people are going to supply that demand. And if you make it illegal, the people who supply that demand are going to be fucking criminals. And that's where you get all these fucking crazy assholes in Mexico running around chopping people's heads off, fucking massacring towns and fucking birthday parties or quinceañeras or whatever the fuck. Like, it's dark, fucked up shit. And the only reason that these people have money, these people who are able to exist in the first place, is because of drugs. Being illegal. The drug war. If, you know, you could go to the doctor and legally obtain these substances, and, you know, have it, you know, purity tested, fucking have medical staff on hand to, you know, give you a safe injection of heroin if you're a fucking heroin addict, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure people would rather do that than, you know, be sitting in a fucking ditch somewhere with a dirty fucking needle, giving themselves hepatitis, whatever, and the HIV. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure. But there's this whole fucking stigma that comes along with drugs being illegal and uh, addicts are seen as bad people, which they're not. They're uh, sick and they need to be treated um, as sick people. Obviously, yeah, maybe they made some bad choices that got them to that point, but let's not fucking judge them. I'm sure they feel bad enough as it is. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so people have used at around the same rates they've always used. And, I mean, there's been multiple studies that show that, uh, well, at least one study in particular that I read when I was in college, that um, drug laws really don't have an effect on use as much as just culture, like it's more of a cultural thing than uh, the law thing. And I mean, the law and the culture are sort of like intertwined. Yeah. The law is like a part of the culture, but there's like a broader cultural forces at play that will influence people's rate of use and rate of consumption and what they use and all that shit. 
So, you know, we're spending all this money, billions, billions of dollars a year, doing nothing to keep drugs out of the country, funding criminal, criminal gangs that commit horrible atrocities, not only in, this in other countries, but also in this country, with fucking gangs and uh, inner city, you know, Mex you know, there's gangs out there, and that's part of what they do is sell drugs um, and shoot each other. <laughs> Chicago, you know, being close, the closest city to us is a perfect example of that. But, um, oh, fucking A. That's my phone, folks. But, is it still on? Yeah. It's a Galaxy S3 in a fucking OtterBox, dude. They're golden. But, um, oh, no, it's just the screen is off. This thing is amazing, I'm telling you. But anyway, wasting all this money. I want to have it somewhere good so we can record it. Sorry, folks. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> I'm going to bring the garbage over here and just put on the garbage can. And actually, I'll set it here. You can talk or do whatever. I'm going to look at this. Okay. He's going to piss. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to myself, so I'll wait for him to come back. You know, he's doing all the talking anyway. It's kind of nice when... <clears throat> it's kind of cool when he goes on those little rants. Know what I mean, bruh? Yeah, here I am talking to myself when I just said I wasn't going to talk to myself. Oh. <laughs> he just dropped the, uh, the fucking toilet paper, uh, holder in our downstairs bathroom. It fucking loses shit. And it always falls off. <laughs> Whenever a new person goes in there that doesn't know it, they go fucking pull a piece of toilet paper and the fucking thing comes off the wall. <laughs> They're probably like, oh shit. And uh, I just heard it. That just happened to James. Fuck. <laughs> I have Grandma in the counter room. He's probably fucking freaking her out. <clears throat> oh, man. Mike comes home and he's going to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Podcasting, bro. Pro no, not even podcasting. We're podcrafting. Oh. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Stealing uh, Sick and Wrong's line, but whatever. I, at least I cited them, so fuck you, Dean Lance. Fucking bastards. Anyway, um, before I left, I believe I was talking about uh, all the money we spend... Funding criminal gangs. And not only that, um, 
we're destroying people's lives. We're taking, uh, you know, in the case of a young kid who smokes marijuana, such as in my experience in high school, I was arrested for smoking marijuana. And yeah, I was abusing it and all that shit. But at the same time, uh, I was arrested. I had to spend uh, thousands of dollars, which I didn't have. Um, I, uh, I spent years, years, years with a fucking criminal record. And it basically prevented me from getting employment at most companies because they'll just see that uh, arrest record and they'll see <coughs> drugs and it's like zero tolerance. Sorry, I can't help you. You know, it's um, it's bullshit. You know, we're we're ruining people's lives. And yeah, you know, I was abusing drugs, but like send me to treatment, do what they're doing in Portugal where they decriminalized all drugs. And what they do now in Portugal is they send you to like a, I forget what, the persuasion panel or something where they basically come and talk with you. It's like a cop, I believe a cop and uh, like a social worker and maybe an addictions person, a doctor, I believe. Might be one of the people, but basically three people. Why Why are they such random people? Well, it's from three different aspects. They want to uh, basically talk to you and just interview with you, see, you know, what brought you there, what got you arrested oh. in the first place. Well, if it's decriminalized, how are you getting arrested? Well, they're not arresting you. They're, they'll write you a ticket, basically. Oh. It's like a, like a fucking driving ticket. Like a summons or something? Yeah, like. yeah, basically. And it's like you don't show up, like, that, you know, that, that could create a problem. And there's really no reason for you not to show up because they're not, you know, they're not out to get you. They just want to sit down and talk to you and help you out if you have a problem. That's the thing that they do. It's like, if you have a problem, they'll get you in the treatment. They fucking will go out of their way to help you become a uh, productive member of society. Whereas in this country... We fucking throw you in jail, uh, give you a criminal record if we don't throw you in jail to prevent you from getting uh, employment. Uh, and, you know, we fucking wonder why our economy is in the fucking tank right now, wasting billions of fucking dollars on this bullshit. Uh, and then I guess my third point, uh, I'm sure I probably made a couple of points in between there, but... Yeah, uh, is that it's, it's, it's just plain fucking un-American. Uh, you know, this is a free country where, um, you know, understandably, you know, people should be held accountable for their actions. Uh, you know, if you're drinking and driving, if you're yeah. using drugs and not there, uh, you know, causing a scene, disturbing the peace or whatever, yeah, you're a douche. You're going to punish you for that behavior. And, you know, if you have a problem, you know, maybe that's something we should look into as well. But to simply make, some, make someone a criminal, criminalize them, use law enforcement resources, which, you know, could be spent catching murderers, rapists, uh, thieves, uh, these Enron assholes or whoever the fuck yeah. we have like nowadays. And shit. You know, yeah, these white collar or fucking crime cyber people. Cyber criminals. Yeah. 
we fucking anonymous shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I support anonymous. Well, I do too, but I just to some, that type of activity. Yeah, to some extent. Oh, great. Well, Here's Mike. Yeah. Oh shit, folks! It's I'm just gonna look at my phone. What's going so, on? Yeah. What's up? We're uh, making a podcast. Where? Right now. It's live. Drinking. You're in we've been, it. We've been drinking. You're here. Oh. <laughs> just a heads up. Yeah. Well, so, because of the stupid shit we were talking about in the podcast. Yeah. Why? What were you talking about? Uh, politics. A lot of things. Yeah. Politics, mainly drug prohibition and why it's dumb. Why? It's not even a thing anymore. Oh, no, it is. Uh, prohibition? Throwing people in jail for using drugs and not letting their go. legal sale. That's prohibition. Wait, more what? Or less. Illegal. Drugs are Drugs prohibit? are illegal. Oh. It's prohibition. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the policy. If you you know want to give it a name, people don't use that word anymore. You know we don't because we talk about that with alcohol so prohibition. About this thing. Oh, dude, you don't even know. I am. Well, I mean, this is like a thing. I I went to school for addiction counseling because mm-hmm. you know this is a thing that you know I obviously care a lot about. My dad was an addict. He was in prison most of my life. Like <clears throat> these are things that I care about and anger me, and I think a lot about. And, like, the point I was making before you showed up, and I was kind of talking to whatever our hypothetical audience, I don't even know. <laughs> we don't have a podcast. This is episode one. Yeah. <laughs> this is just... It probably won't happen again. You know. So we don't drink that much. Just a, a hat-brained idea. But anyway, uh, so, you know, we're spending all this money criminalizing these people when, you know, obviously, like, if they're alcoholics or whatever, they, you know, maybe they need help. But oh, I agree with they don't you. need to be in jail. Like yeah. we're spending well, all this money. What I would agree with is when they go to jail and then they get out and then reacclimating them into society, they don't help them at all. No. Like nobody gets them a job, and once you have Not a really. felony on your record, oh yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, what you're just yeah, talking about. exactly. We're, 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 what are your options? To find a job. Look at contracting. Contracting. Tell your story. Cash. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. I was paid. arrested. <laughs> This will be a story. I'll, I'll kind of go into the long story. Actually, do you mind if I... Can I get a cigarette from you, man? I'm feeling like smoking right now. Motherfucker. You're drunk as shit. Uh, I'm not drunk as shit. I'm just... I don't know, man. But... I like um, your table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had it on the, on the armory chair and it I fucking gotta, I'm going to smoke this and then I'm going to go inside because I'm going to do laundry. And, are you doing laundry tonight or no? Okay, because I'm going to leave some stuff in the... Yeah, washer, and I gotta leave like right after because Parley. I'm going to hang out with him. Cool, cool. Thanks for the cigarette, man. But anyway, uh, in high school, you know, I was, you know, smoking a lot of dope. I had a kid, obviously young and you know stressed and all that. So my answer was drugs. And uh, you know, looking back on it, it was a smart choice. But you know, it is what it is. I'm a young man. I'm trying to make sense of the world. Whatever. So I get arrested and. Whatever, I was at a church, by the way. Because uh, story's awesome. Yeah, okay, so what happened was, because I was trying to do uh, you know, drugs and just be stoned all the time, I realized that that wasn't making the world go away. So then I started to say, like, well, maybe if I go to God, God will help me. So I had this idea. This is how fucking stoned I was. I had this idea that I could just like become enlightened. I would like transcend 
three-dimensional space, and I was just blink out of existence somehow. And that's awesome. Yeah. I wish I would have thought about when I was high. Yeah. 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 We were just so recording anyway. this kind of conversation for the past hour. So I anyway, totally listen you might to want this. to listen to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to upload it. I'm going to upload it later. Put it on uh, Facebook. I'm going to put it Yeah, I'm gonna put it on YouTube, and then we'll put it on Facebook. I'll anyway, create a Facebook page. Fuck it. But anyway, um, yeah. So, so I go to this church. You're drinking beer and then drinking coffee? No. That is hardcore. <laughs> I, need, I need to hydrate, man. <clears throat> what? Coffee will not hydrate. I don't know, dude. Well, it's a diuretic too. Are you kidding me? I, want to, dude, I, I don't know. I love coffee, man. Like, I, just, I wanted to taste. I'm coffee. sorry. It's addictive. Keep going, dude. I love coffee. It's man. caffeine. I like but all anyway, kinds of coffee. Yeah. So I go to this church. And I'm fucking high out of my mind, and I'm been, like meditating nonstop for like a month, and I'm like completely out of touch with the reality. So I go, and I, like, I'm in this church, and I'm, like, coming up to people. I'm like, oh, you know, uh, it's like, y'all are Christians, right? So, like, why don't you forgive Judas already? I mean, come on. It's been 2,000 fucking years. <laughs> like, and if you really look at it, you wouldn't have a Jesus if there wasn't a Judas. They kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> Sacrifice for your sins and all that. Come on. You know, think about it. Get such a bad rap, and then I was like, you know, you know, Jesus is great and all, but uh, what about Buddha? How come y'all don't talk about Buddha? And basically, you know, just drawing a lot of attention to myself. So eventually, they called the authorities, and I was uh, apprehended. Uh, spent a night in jail, whatever, thousands of dollars fine, probation, drug counseling, which you know, I, I had no problem with that. But for years, I had a criminal record. And this is just misdemeanor. You empty. just got this removed like recently. Recently, recently. Because I just. Were you when you I was seven. I was seventeen. How old are you now? Twenty-five. Going to be twenty-six next month. Are you? Did you, you turn twenty-nine? Didn't you? I'm not looking forward to the twenty-ninth birthday. Yeah, it's. I fast approach. I'm. Thirty. Oh, yeah. God. I'm not looking forward to that at all. But anyway, for years I had this criminal record for. Well, it was essentially an empty bag. It was an empty bag that had weed in it at one point. It had some residue. So I had possession of cannabis and a pipe. So I had a drug paraphernalia charge. And I was at a church, so the uh, state's attorney was pushing for the maximum sentence because it was a church. 30, or 30 days in prison or jail. That's not bad. I mean, it's not bad, but 30 days it's a bit excessive. I mean, obviously, I was just a little fucked up. Like, send me to treatment. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's a case to be made. Like, when I was on my internship at drug court, they were bitching about this whole uh, new 911 law. Oh, people in who, Chicago, yeah. For right. ODing. No, it's, um, oh. if you're ODing, you're basically immune from prosecution and arrest. Like, if you call oh. for ambulance or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, which is good, because... That's gonna save lives. Yeah, because I mean, people are gonna be like, if someone's oh, ODing, they, you know, shouldn't be afraid to call for help. Yeah. Like, we don't want people to die. But she was like, well, I don't agree with that because that takes away our leverage. Yeah, we have to have the the jail leverage. It's like I'm pretty sure, you know, their shitty lives. I mean, obviously, I, I you know, I know addicts and I, you know, had some substance abuse in my past. You know, I can kind of, you know, understand, like, at a certain point, like, you don't give a fuck. 
But at the same time, it's like, you, at a certain point, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. So, what the fuck do you mean? Prison. You need prison in order to keep these people a captive audience. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's, and that's kind of why I'm not sure I want to do that anymore. I've kind of given up on that. I don't know. But yeah, but just because one person says something doesn't mean you should just do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I really should probably pursue it. But I know, I got a buddy. He's a drug counselor. He's pretty cool. Yeah. But I mean, really my point is, it's like, you know, like... Not everybody who does drugs is necessarily an addict, not just the same way who, right. not everybody who drinks is an alcoholic. <clears throat> and even if they are, and they, you know, do some shitty behavior, or is they like drive high or fucking, I don't know, commit a burglary or whatever, punish them for that crime, but then treat their addiction. And that's kind of what I like about drug court. I sort of like it, except for its coarse treatment, which I don't really like but you're basically forcing people to go to treatment or else go to jail. Not really much of a choice, you know, but, um, like, uh, you know, like we shouldn't just blanketly criminalize everybody, you know, just for the fact. And, you know, people want these drugs. There should be a legal market for it. Otherwise, you have uh, criminals such as drug cartels in Mexico supplying, you know. It's just like the gun bans. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> it does nothing to keep guns away from criminals, but it takes the guns away from the average yeah, city. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And this is, you know, and I made the point that, you know, uh, people who might, might, might even do drugs or these uh, pious, upright citizens... I'd be like, wait, 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 I do not partake in such things. Because <laughs> that's your fucking tax dollars, you know. That's billions upon billions of dollars every year being wasted. Well, and fucking marijuana has so many more uses, just not only the fucking right. smoking of yeah. it. Hemp. Hemp. Yeah, dude. Hemp. <clears throat> hemp could Christ. be so many. We could stop cutting down trees. We could start making yeah. biodegradable plastics. Quit fucking polluting the oceans. The oceans have fucking islands the size of Texas. There are nothing but plastic in it. It's disgusting. And um, what else? Uh, biodegradable plastics, fuel, paper, fuel, food. fuel, food. Hemp seed is highly nutritious. It's, it has a shitload of protein. And not only that, but it has omega-3 fatty acids. Um, you know, and the medicinal, like... Paper, yeah, you're right. The, the medicinal things, you know, oh. although it's highly, it's highly um. restricted... But and the, the crop yields more too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> One like fucking yeah, a acre of hemp is like I'm not sh- exactly sure, but like something like well, ten times. You can grow it anywhere. Yeah, climate doesn't really matter. Yeah, so. and it grows back right away. And yeah. every other fucking country, Canada, England, France, figured out how to do this and separate hemp from marijuana. But for some reason, every time we, because Illinois tried to do it recently. But then the police came in, they're like, well, we don't know. Someone tries to grow marijuana in there. Uh, it's going to cross-pollinate, and then that marijuana is going to be shit. No one's going to want to smoke it. Mm-hmm. Do it. So dumb. But, um, so basically that bill got neutered down to a, a study. 
they would just authorize a university to do a study, but they would have to come up with the funding completely on their own. Whereas originally the bill was like Illinois could grow, Illinois farmers would be allowed to grow hemp. Whereas Kentucky, which used to grow hemp back before 1937, was one of the major hemp producing uh, states there was. They recently did get legislation passed to do it. And I believe there's a couple others, North Dakota, South Dakota, one of those in Vermont, and Washington, Colorado, obviously. But um, yeah, and the, but the, the medicine too, like, you know, I, medical marijuana, I don't think people, you know, smoking marijuana is really medicine. Although, you know, if you got cancer, anything that helps you, you know, more power to you. But, like, there should be real, like, <clears throat> medicines the same way we have, uh, like, all these opioid, opiates derived from, uh, like, the opium poppy. Uh, you know, hydrocodone, meth, uh, what's that shit called? Morphine. Isn't that actually yeah, oxycontin. Um, you know, all these terrible. These are terrible, terrible drugs. You know, highly addictive, fucking bad for you. Will kill you. And but we use them because they they work. And marijuana is you know not really that addictive. A little bit, but not it's as addictive. It's psychological. More yeah, it's not. It's not going to have you avoid withdrawal. Yeah, you're not going to have, yeah, gonna have like trauma or cessation yeah. or something like that. And well, no major withdrawal. And it's, you, there's no risk of overdose. You can't die. My my son's grandfather fucking OD'd on oxycodone yeah. and died. Oh, yeah. uh, taking it just as prescribed by his doctor. The doctor just fucked up and messed up his dose and killed him by accident. Like it's fucking retarded. We accept that's the this. Problem with doctors, though, too. They don't know what yeah. they're doing half the time. Yeah, it's the pharmacist. That's... Well, yeah, because what happens is, is fucking drug companies come in, and they're like, "Do you like your DCs? I hate these." I do. Shoes. I just like the way I don't know. I like them. I fucking hate these. <laughs> I want to buy Etnies again. But uh, Etnies, that's old school. I fucking bring love it, my Bring Etnies. it back. I fucking hate these things, man. Fucking suck. They're oh, man. Comfortable as shit. What are they? DCs? DCs. <laughs> I fucking hate them, though. I don't like them. Wow. I want to go get some. They're like the only shoes that I can find that, like, look. I mean, I've thought about, like, getting different style of shoe, but I just feel like they look weird. But I, then again, these look fucking weird. I like those. I like the, the Osiris's. Those are kind of cool. The, like, high top. Yeah, a, a guy at work wears those like are, nothing but those. They're like crazy colorful yeah. and shit. Yeah. He's a black guy, so he's <laughs> Yeah, he can pull it off. If a white guy what are you talking about? Uh, no, I gotta yeah. do laundry. I'll be back out. All right, All right man. Yeah. But, um, anyway. Don't send him that shit. Yeah. Was that out the whole time? Huh? Was that out the whole time? Yeah. I just put a napkin in here. Oh. But anyway, um, yeah. I'm not sorry. Yeah, I don't want him to listen to that. At least if we we have to edit it first. Just lie and say that we never got it. <laughs> just lie and say we never put it up. Because yeah, we were. Well, but incriminating ourselves. Put, yeah, don't put it on Facebook. Ah, oh, if I put it on Facebook. Uh, I'm not going to put it on my oh. Facebook. I'm going to create a separate Facebook page. But don't tag me in anything, man. I don't need well, people to obviously, work. obviously, I'm going to create a separate email account. I'm just a saying, separate dude. everything. 
a business. This is like a business pet. We gotta create a shell. We gotta do like our corporate overlords and create a legal shell to protect us from any possible prosecution that may. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the words are for that sentence I was trying to say, but you know what I mean. So, anyway, uh, point is the war on drugs is stupid. And, bottom line, it's un American. Un fucking American. Because, uh, you know, we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness. And if happiness for me involves smoking an occasional bong, uh, what the fuck business is it of you if I'm not hurting anybody? If I'm, you know, not using an excess, if uh, I'm, you know, have health insurance that I pay for, what fucking business is it of yours? What the fuck I do in the privacy of my own home? Do not tread on me, motherfuckers. And that's the uh, simple argument that it boils down to. And I know people will come up and blah, 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 blah. Addiction is blah, 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 blah. Uh, you get sick and you cause all these crimes. <clears throat> though uh, drug use and crime are not necessarily intertwined. Like, depends on uh, social norms around what's responsible use and availability. And uh, I believe that some European countries, they have what is known as heroin maintenance where someone's addicted to heroin, because heroin is a big one where people will resort to uh, burglary and, uh, you know, just stealing shit to fund their habits, where they just give you heroin for free to keep you from wigging out and from being a hassle. And you know what? It's a lot fucking cheaper to do that than it is to hire 30 extra cops to fucking lock someone in a jail cell to fucking feed them and clothe them. On. It's been on the whole time. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, this has been on the whole time. This is, <laughs> this is a fucking off. podcast, dude. No. We just go, dude. This is how this shit goes. We're doing it Joe Rogan style. I thought this shit, Well, don't tell him that we recorded him. Why? No, I told him he was in it, dude. I told him when he came in. We're not sending this to him. No, we're not. (laughs) We're keeping this... If he finds it somehow, it'll be way after the fact. And it'll be, you know, a statute of limitations will be cleansed of any wrongdoing. But anyway. Ah. Anyway. So... Um, yeah, uh, there's really no valid argument to justify the war on drugs. Um, it's just a stupid waste of money, and it's really, really, it's really a fucking cop-out, because it's it's just not dealing with the problem, which is substance abuse. It's just saying, oh, we'll just 
fucking throw these people in jail and we won't have to think about them. But that doesn't obviously work because those people, you know, don't ever get better. It's like we're just one step away from saying, oh, well, let's just start killing these people, which is uh, a point that they made in uh, The House I Live In, which is an awesome documentary, which uh, I don't want to encourage people to pirate it because I would like to, you know, um, give the, uh, the the creators their due share for making an awesome documentary. But since they haven't released it on DVD yet, uh, go get that shit on Pirate Bay. Because <laughs> it's there. Um, but anyway, they made a whole point of, and they kind of, you know, it, it equated it to, not equated it, but uh, drew a parallel to the Holocaust, which uh, yeah, to some extent, yes. Um, it is. But, oh, and another point, <clears throat> speaking of being un-American, is that the drug, drug prohibition has created uh, sort of an excuse, a sort of set a precedent for uh, eroding the uh, Fourth Amendment in particular. Whereas a police officer, I had in one um, interaction I had with a police officer, I was pulled over with my girlfriend uh, at 3 a.m. in the morning. We had just got done watching a movie. Uh, we're, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, we're a young couple out and about. And so the cops pull us over right in front of my house. She was dropping me off. Um, and the police officer first is like, uh, have you guys been drinking tonight? Have you been drinking that? Have you been drinking that? You're just pushing the fucking issue, trying to get us to incriminate ourselves, uh, which I had been drinking, but I was legal age, so I really didn't give a fuck, and I wasn't driving, so it wasn't any fucking business of his, so I said no. And then he's like, oh, I detect a scent of marijuana, which, okay, uh, <clears throat> you know, even the canine, you know, even the canine units, you know, there's a, a debate on their accuracy and being able to, to sniff out drugs. But are you fucking kidding me? You, you, you detect a scent of marijuana? It's like, oh, my God. So, uh, and obviously, we're not smoking marijuana. So, and I don't believe we even smoked marijuana in her car because she had an apartment where we could just smoke inside if we wanted to. And I believe we were not smoking at that time. Anyway. She didn't even smoke. I did, but I don't think I did. And I has like my Rasta Bob Marley hat on, so maybe I don't know. But anyway, so he quote unquote detected a scent of marijuana, which there was none, and <laughs> asked her if she could search if he could search the car, which you know she's perfectly within her legal right to say uh, fuck you, no. But she said yeah, and I, I kind of gave her shit about that. But anyway, before uh, that happened, while we were still in the car, and he's saying, I detected some type of cannabis or marijuana or whatever the fuck, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know what that smells like, sir. I, I'm sorry. I can't, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> they pull me out, pull us out. They, they search the car and find nothing in there, obviously. And um, they run my license and pat me down, which is bullshit, uh, you know, but anyway, they run my license, and they're like, hey, you said you don't know what marijuana looks like, 
Smells like, but you were arrested. Have you ever been arrested before, James? I was like, yep. He's like, for what? I was like, yeah, for marijuana. And he's like, well, I thought you said you don't know what it smells like. And I was like, well, you want to come talking some bullshit? I'll fucking tell you some bullshit. You want to bullshit me? I'll bullshit you. You know? Oh, with the scent of cannabis? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was none. Yeah, yeah. And then he got kind of pissed. And, you know, maybe uh, if he had been there alone, you know, maybe I would have been in trouble. Maybe I would have gotten roughed up a little bit. But luckily, uh, there was three other officers there. So uh, I think he kind of had to bite his tongue or still his fist, <laughs> his fury. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, and obviously, you know, I, you know, respect the police to a certain extent, but not douchebags like that. Like, that's some bullshit. So, uh, yeah. That's just another reason against the war on drugs. Because not only that, not only can they just, quote-unquote, detect a scent to cannabis or falsify affidavits, which they do routinely. Yeah. Uh, but there's also something called uh, civil asset forfeiture, which, if you do not know what that is, is which basically uh, enables the authorities, without a conviction, to s- simply come in, arrest you. They don't have to get a conviction. All they have to do is arrest you. And they can just plant evidence if they are really unscrupulous bastards and then confiscate your property. Whatever, cash, uh, vehicles, uh, even your fucking home. And auction that shit off. And uh, this sort of creates an incentive for police departments to, uh, because they get to keep a certain portion of these proceeds from doing this, uh, they um, have an incentive now to investigate these drug crimes but to ignore homicides, rapes and property crime and all this bullshit because where's the fucking money? If I'm going to get money, if I just go and you know pull over the neighborhood drug dealer I can steal his nice Cadillac or and whatever couple hundred maybe even a couple thousand dollars that he has on hand or I can go try to find uh this crazy asshole in Cleveland who kidnapped this woman. Uh, you know, where, what's, you know who, what's in it for me? Yeah, exactly. People are driven by rational self-interest, and, you know, that's a real fucking problem because that's not keeping our streets safe, you know. So that's just another reason to be against the war on drugs. But because uh, it doesn't fucking increase safety, it doesn't stop drug use, erodes civil liberties, and it's just plain fucking un-American. It's really them telling you that they can fuck with you anytime they that want. That they can fuck with you anytime they want. As long as you put up with it. Yeah. Which is Which anytime. Is anytime. Because that is American. Uh, yeah. George Carlin. Yeah. 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 You are all diseased. Get at that shit on Amazon. Or maybe even Audible. I don't know. Who's this asshole? Honking his horn at us. <laughs> Trying to make a podcast here. Oh, he's honking at the geese. 
fucking retard. Yeah. A couple of geese. Oh, is he cutting, getting out of the car? Is he exiting the vehicle? What the fuck? Is going on? If they park there, they're usually fishing. No, let's, let's see what they're doing. No, he's, uh... This guy is... Got a... I don't know what the fuck he's got. He paid $5 for that, but I don't know what the fuck he's holding. We're looking at these two geese. What the fuck is that? A hoe, a rake? Okay, he's got a rake. Some dumbass motherfuckers <laughs> literally just pulled their car over and ran out with a rake and chased some geese. Grown ass <laughs> men in America. And, you know, this isn't even. Like Kentucky. This is northern <laughs> Illinois. Just outside of Chicago. This is Oswego, which is a small town outside of Aurora. Wayne's World. And we got dumbass motherfuckers like this running around. This is what's wrong with America, folks. This is what's wrong with America. I'm going to piss real quick. Oh my God. All right. I'll hold it down. Yeah. Uh, so what we'll probably do is just turn this into a podcast on YouTube. Um, not sure how to actually make like a whole Lisbon uh, RSS capable MP3 only uh, podcast. I'll probably work that out. At some point later on, I'm sure someone might be able to uh, help me out with that. If I, if you could, I really appreciate it. But for the time being, uh, this is what you're gonna get uh, for episode one. Blazed and confused. I'm just talking about uh, what we're doing here. Ruben texts me. You want to text him and finagle whatever he just asked us what we, what we're doing. See if he wants to come hang out, or we could go over to his house and just blaze freely. Although Mike said he's leaving, right? I don't know when. Yeah. He could have just used that as an excuse to get away from talking to two fucking drunk people. Well, I'm not even, we're not even drunk. Well, we're kind of drunk. I'm, I'm using that word. Yeah, I know, I know. I kind of... I saw how you were like quick to cover, but... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even. I would just be like, hey, what's up? Or a little giggly, let him figure it out for himself. Leave him guessing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Obviously, he can see me with my end of the world, la fin du monde. Powerful Canada. <laughs> know what fucking time of day it is, you know what I mean, cocksucker? It's Joey Coco Diaz. Right there. <laughs> Powerful mad flavor. On Twitter, follow him if you don't know who he is. Uh, go fuck yourself. Where the fuck are you, man? <laughs> uh, he is probably one of the funniest people uh, on face of the planet right now. But, of course, I'm biased because I'm a whole fan of Joe Rogan podcast and all that shit. So, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. 
So what the fuck else, man? I mean, I sit here and talk about drugs, but I mean, that's what I do all the time. It's sort of like my thing. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what else is up? Um, I guess, we can sort of touch back on the whole thing with that fucking lady. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, <clears throat> the reason I made this video, this uh, FDA medical marijuana rant, is, um, is because uh, right now Illinois is considering legislation to pass a medical marijuana law, and it looks like it's probably going to pass. I uh, think the only real hurdle we have is uh, Governor Quinn, which eh, hopefully uh, he's not a douche. I would, I would hope so, but we'll see. But basically, Illinois has crafted, basically it's the, the most strict, the most restrictive uh, law to date. And this is because uh, most medical marijuana laws, as in the case of Colorado and California and most other places, were just done by popular referendum. And they weren't regulated or written well or structured at all. But this has gone through the legislature, because in Illinois we don't have uh, ballot initiatives, except for... Uh, in matters concerning the General Assembly, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the fuck that means. But basically, we can only, the only thing we can change by popular referendum is whether or not uh, how the shit, how the General Assembly works. But the General Assembly is responsible for everything else. So medical marijuana has been going through the General Assembly, which is our state government. And uh, recently passed the House of Representatives by, I believe it was 61, 62? Do you remember? Something like that. It was like 62 to 57, very close. And uh, just the other day, it uh, made it through the uh, Senate's Executive Committee, which is the final committee that needed to approve it uh, before it goes to the full Senate for a vote. So... Um, and there it passed 10 to, 10 to 5, so hopefully it goes through. But anyway, um, so that's a kind of a big deal right now. Uh, basically, by the end of May, we should know what's going down. Um, but during this uh, Senate Executive Committee uh, hearing that they had on it, House Bill 1 is what it's <coughs> called, for anybody in Illinois who wants to contact their senator or Governor Quinn and let them let him know to support it or not support it if that's the way you feel. I don't think you'd be this far into the podcast if yeah. that's where you were at, unless you were just plain curious, but whatever. <laughs> just sitting there with vitriol, like cussing us out. You fucking stars! But anyway, um, <clears throat> at one point they had a uh, representative from the police uh, speaking... Uh, yeah, test, yeah, it was testimonials. Yeah, testifying against uh, House Bill 1, medical marijuana. And uh, one of the things uh, that he listed in one of his complaints, even though this is, like I said, the most restricted bill, it would only allow for a uh, 60, there's only going to be 60 dispensaries in the entire state. And Illinois is, is a huge fucking state. It's over 300 miles long. Uh, you know, it varies by width, but probably 200 miles across at some point. 
And, you know, Illinois is a huge state. And this is only 60 sites throughout the entire state where people can have access to medical marijuana. And it does not allow for home grows. And it does not... Uh, you can only get so much per month yeah, you, per, per visit. Every two weeks, you're able to buy two and a half ounces, which they make a big deal. They're like, oh, my God, that's like almost 200 marijuana cigarettes and blah, blah, blah. But if you're making edibles or concentrates, that isn't really anything. And if you're uh, having cancer, or ALS, or any of the other uh, 30 very specific, very clearly outlined conditions that would qualify you for medical marijuana, uh, you're going to want as much as you can get. One and a half ounces, or two and a half ounces isn't really going to be... Uh, you know, a major thing well, for you. I mean, I think the thing is they don't want people to buy and then... Well, I mean, yeah, they don't want it to get diverted to the black market, which is, you know, a valid argument. I don't want it to be diverted either. I think if you want a medical marijuana law, it should be tightly regulated. But at the same time, this police officer said... That guy's a fucking... Yeah, okay, this is what he's... Shit. Yeah, this is what he said. Did you hear this thing on the news? Well, 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 it was... I don't think it made the news. Did you know this bill that's going through the Illinois House or whatever? For medical, medical marijuana? marijuana. No. Pass the House. It's like almost about It's into the Senate. It's going to pass the Senate. It's basically guaranteed. But anyway, they had a, a, a committee hearing on it. And, uh, I listened to that shit on my lunch break. Okay, this representative for the police basically was like, well, we're concerned about DUI. And he's like, well, the only way to test is a uh, field sobriety test unless we want to take him back to the station and draw blood. But we're never really going to know. That could take a couple of hours, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're like, well, field sobriety test, that right there, uh, works any other time. Why the fuck shouldn't it apply now? But this police officer stated that he would, he suggested, I guess, that we just, disc- we just strip people of their license, driver's license when they get medical marijuana. If they want medical marijuana, let's strip them of their driver's license. So then uh, the senator co-sponsor or whatever of the bill was like, well, if we did that, would you support it? And he's like, no. So basically he By just... By that logic, we should just strip everybody that's on Oxycontin, any kind of muscle yeah, relaxer, or any kind of... It's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. And basically... Yeah. Just make a noise. Yeah, and basically, yeah. And the whole point where he asked him if we did that, would he support it? And he still said no, he would not support it. That just goes to show that he's just not going to support it no matter what. He's just dead set against this. He's just going to go up there and say, kick and scream, fucking make, you know, a lot of noise. And Where's your car? Uh, Pat, Pat picked me up. Oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's nonsense. And I mean, the bill, I mean, it's really restrictive. It's, it lists 30 conditions. There's like 30 conditions. Very specific. HIV, uh, cancer, chemotherapy, uh, yeah. Lou Gehrig's disease, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, and a couple others that people probably never even fucking heard of because they're so terrible and rare. Like, there's only going to be 60 like, dispensary sites in the entire state. And Illinois is a big-ass state. So, you know, there's really no reason to be against it. Like, there's no home grows. It's not going to be California where you can just say, you know, go doctor shopping. And that's another thing. You have to have a, a bona fide relationship with your doctor 
in order to get the recommendation for medical marijuana. You can't just doctor shop. Yeah, we're you in can't California. Just go and get a doctor's name. Yeah, we're in California. They have uh, places where they'll pick you up off the street and have you come in and talk to their quote unquote doctor who will write you a medical marijuana prescription for they a $200 fee or whatever. <clears throat> and they sell it in the same building. Yeah, and then the, the right next, in the same building, they sell you the marijuana. It's, you know. <laughs> it's like a fucking. It's quasi legalization. And, you know, people are right to criticize that. But at the same time, marijuana is medicine. Just because it's not FDA approved, obviously, you know, I went into a whole rant on this in another video, but um, there's a whole thing with NIDA, the National Institute on Drug Abuse, which basically controls the legal, because marijuana is a controlled substance, it controls the legal supply of marijuana. So whenever someone wants to do research, they have to go through NIDA in order to obtain the cannabis to study. And even people who have FDA approved studies to study the medicinal benefits of marijuana, they go to NIDA, and NIDA has, uh, on multiple occasions, according to these researchers, just denied them access to the drug because they're looking for medical um, use of the drug when it's a Schedule One controlled substance, which means that it has no medical value. And that right there is is just unscientific, is what it is. It's it's unscientific nonsense. And um, you know, this is a little bit of speculation, but you might want to look into the reason why is because the National Institute on Drug Abuse has a vested interest in keeping that drug illegal because they receive federal funding to deal with the problem of illegal drugs. So if these drugs are all of a sudden not illegal anymore, there goes their funding. There goes their jobs. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole reason that the cops and the DEA come out against it every well, time, fucking too. fucking cops, too. They get fucking... Exactly, like exactly, and that's what I was telling you about the asset forfeiture, where they could just come in and take your shit, basically. They catch you with a little bit of, of uh, cocaine or whatever. They'll, they can take your car, they can take any cash that you have on hand, they can take whatever, if you have a fucking house, they could even take your fucking house. They don't even have to get a conviction, they just confiscate it, and basically... I guess they hold it for you, quote-unquote, and you have to pay them a storage fee, and you don't pay. You know, it's, it's obviously a ridiculous amount. And you don't pay, they just take it. It's yours. It's theirs now. It's fucking robbery. And that's not, you know, we have a Fourth Amendment for a fucking reason. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Folks, been ranting on this forever. hypothetical audience that we may not have, even have, but um, yeah. We just saw a couple of grown-ass men oh, uh, jump out of their car and chase some okay. geese with a rake. Right. Yeah. Huh. Like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was redar- retarded. Grown-ass men. A rake? Yeah. With a hoe or a rake? It was a rake. Did they hit him? No, they just ran and I guess they broke the rake because they were fucking retarded. And... Oh, they're like, oh my god, I just paid $5 for this. And it broke. <laughs> and then the geese are just like, uh, yeah, we're just going to saunter on over here. Fucking retards. 
Oh, man. I don't know, man. That's what's wrong with America. People like that. Was that the uh, No, it was some Ford. It was a white car. Yeah, it was like a Ford Escort. They drove off. They left. But well, This was like a half hour ago. It wasn't ago. even that long ago. It was like 15 minutes ago, maybe. Oh. <sighs> but yeah. Just sitting here talking about... Oh, did you see this, uh, this kid in Texas who told his teacher off? Yeah. Oh, dude, YouTube video. Awesome. You see it? Pull it up, Pat. I can go soon. Oh, dude. Oh. Well, basically, uh, <clears throat> there's a YouTube video. I don't know what happened, what precipitated the event, but basically, uh, there was some kid in high school class, it looked like. Yeah, high school, obviously. And he was being kicked out of class, and he's just like, you know what, this is bullshit. Uh,. You know what, you just sit here, you fucking hand out packets, you, you, you're worried about your paycheck, but yeah, this is your paycheck, but this is also my country and our future, and you know, yeah. you want to fucking get these kids excited about learning, you got to come in and get them excited. You can't just be handing out packets and expecting to learn, because some people don't learn like that. And the that. whole time she's like, yeah, that's fine. She's just like, yeah, just excuse leave. me, just, just get out of here, you're wasting my time. Yeah, dude, it was ridiculous. But, and then, of course, this kid is, uh, like, long hair, fucking rock and roll, probably smokes weed. Yeah, it was Duncanville, Texas, I believe was the name of the town. But, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, look it up, because it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. The dude is, the dude is totally metal. See ya. Anyway, there goes AA Mike. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Let me. Does this have to go off tonight? What's today? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. I was gonna ask your grandma about those bags, and she's like, well, don't put them out there, the bottom will just fall out. Those like lawn bags or whatever. Lawn, 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 lawn waste. She's like, okay, lawn waste. She's like, because it'll get wet or something. Oh yeah. I'll call her. And answer. If she wants them, I'll take them out. All right. See ya. Peace out. Dude, you said that too loud, man. You're gonna refer, dude. He takes that shit personally. Like now he's gonna think I'm telling you his secrets or something. Oh no, I, I mean obviously I went to school for drug counseling. I would think that he knows like I'm cool. It's just if, not it's just something that he doesn't I'm, think's anyone's business. Yeah. And it's not. <clears throat> and if he's know. got a problem, I mean I'll gladly sit down and talk with him. I mean we'll explain, you know, I'm not judging him, not making fun well, of him. I'm not if he has a problem he'll tell me about it, he won't tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick or tease him or anything. You know, I'm just, you know, inventing a character. Come on. we got a listening audience here. And, yeah. But I obviously, you know, I don't want to cause trouble for you at home, so sorry. No, that's cool. Nice night, by the way. I, I, think, he, uh, I think he knows we're fucked up. Uh, I mean, I lied and said we were drinking, but, like, just the way he, just that look on his face. 
like, oh, these assholes. Yeah, you could tell, like, he wasn't normally, like, into the conversation as much as he normally is because we're just fucking rambling. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, know, also yeah, the subject matter might be a little uncomfortable, touchy for him in the 12 steps. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Worst case scenario. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. So. You're going to give me that universe tends to unfold as it should bullshit now or something? Uh, <laughs> no. Not necessarily. But what is that from? That's from um, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. That fucking, that fucking black dude in prison. Yeah, yeah. That was some, that was some deep shit. Like, <laughs> Harold and Kumar, you know, I can, uh, you know, I I kind of enjoy those movies, especially the Christmas one. That was that one was pretty like, pretty I, fucking funny. It was funny. I, I don't know. I, I like the first one better. Or the, the Guantanamo Bay. No, I just saw that one actually. The Guantanamo Bay one wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, they're kind of like the modern day Cheech and Chong sort of kind of thing. And again, it's a instead of an Asian, we have or instead of a. Uh, Mexican, we have a Indian, and then we have an Asian, which Tommy Chong is Asian. Well, half Asian, but who, you know, Obama's black, even though he's half black, so come on. Come on. But anyway, this is what I wanted to get into. Um, I believe Cal Penn, the guy who plays Kumar. He was uh, Obama's something. Yeah, that. yeah. He uh, basically was, like, defending Obama on drug legalization, or his... Opposition to marijuana legalization in Colorado and Washington. Which, uh, you know what, for one, fuck Obama, because he's a fucking hypocrite. He jokes about how he used to smoke weed when he was a kid. He inhaled frequently. That was the whole point. And then he turns around and supports policies that ruin young people's lives. Um... That's just fucking... I, I don't understand that. I'm sure he'd feel differently if he had been arrested when he was a child or a young man, but then again, he also wouldn't be president right now, so it wouldn't fucking matter. But, anyway, for Cal Penn, like, again, he's just a fucking actor, so who really gives a shit about his opinion? It doesn't really mean anything, but... I mean, I guess he was in that movie, so... Yes, you know, associated with that marijuana. Um, you know, fuck you, Calpin. <laughs> fuck you, and fuck Obama. And it's not only that. Like, this is a, just a whole trend that uh, Green, Glenn Greenwald uh, touched upon in the uh, a recent article that he wrote for The Guardian about uh, San Francisco gay pride. Um, they wanted to nominate uh, private first class Bradley Manning, the young man who has been uh, yeah, detained by the U.S. military for I don't know how long, fucking couple, maybe a year, long, probably longer, held in a solitary confinement, 24-hour light, uh, Tortured, basically. He was tortured. That, that's fucking torture under the Geneva Convention, I'm pretty sure. 
or somehow. That's that's definitely torture. Yeah, it's cruel and unusual punishment to at, be sure. At least, but yeah, at the very least. But more than likely, it's torture. And his crime was exposing war crimes. Yeah, he 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 spoke. He well, he leaked information, which you know, uh, people will say. Uh, Put, put U.S. servicemen in harm's way, but there's absolutely no evidence that his information, what he did, led to endangering anybody in the military. So that's bullshit. That's a fucking straw man argument right there. Not only that, uh, what he did pretty much led to the Arab Spring. Like, you could... There's, a, there's very, very, very... Um, sort of cause and effect relationship between him releasing whatever leak that he released and the Arab Spring going down in, um, where was it, Tunisia, and then uh, Egypt. Oh, give me those sour things. The shelf, the shelf. Anyway, it's something nice to eat. But, um, you know, so... Because he stood up for what was right, for, you know, what he believed in, what, what, you know, arguably was right. You know, he did the right thing. I don't think, you know, anybody, I guess people do argue that he, what he did was wrong, but no, I think if you see something wrong, you have a duty to speak out. And that takes a lot of courage, mind you. He's a fucking hero. Um, but anyway, he gets fucking tortured by the U.S. government. And so, and he's also gay. He's a gay serviceman. So anyway, the gay pride, someone had announced that he would be the uh, grand conductor or whatever silly faggoty bullshit. <laughs> they have a gay pride. I don't know. But anyway, somebody had announced that he would be their leader or some position. Of, point. He'd be some position of honor. Right. It's like it's like a big deal. It's like who was the president of gay pride or something. I don't fucking know. But anyway. But then whatever fucking cunt leader organizer, lead organizer of gay pride came out and was like, No, we this is bullshit and the person who made that announcement will be punished or disciplined, and if there's even a hint of support for Bradley Manning at this event, those people will be dealt with severely. And basically, it's this whole sort of uh, appeal to authority, I guess, kind of thing, where it's like, state power is right. You cannot question state power. And you know why? Because it's Obama. If uh, we had a Republican president in office... Mitt Romney or uh, John McCain doing the shit that Obama's doing right now, these fucking liberals would be up in arms. They'd be in the fucking streets every fucking day marching and fucking protesting and fucking chanting and doing whatever the fucking gay bullshit they do. But because it's Obama, a Democrat, he has a little D next to his fucking name, which doesn't mean jack shit. They just fucking are just shut their fucking mouths and support him. 
and his fucking child murders, illegal fucking murdering of U.S. citizens, fucking tapping your fucking phone calls, all of that shit. That's okay, because it's, quote-unquote, your guy. And it's just basic uh, tribal chimpanzee bullshit. Red versus blue, white versus black. Our group versus your group, same old bullshit. But Greenwald went on to uh, point out that, you know, they go out of their way to condemn Bradley Manning, who is uh, arguably a fucking hero. <clears throat> but not only a hero, but a gay hero at that. <laughs> That that faggot's got balls. <laughs> and, you know, gay people take that, you know, that you might want to look into that, look him up. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. But, um, then he goes further to point out that gay pride has become such a, main, so mainstream that now it's sponsored by fucking Bank of America Wells Fargo, um, I don't know who else, but basically just a laundry list of fucking evil corporations that are fucking the American people, uh, being indicted, sued by the federal government for their crimes, and really all they're going to do is pay. Nobody's going to see jail time, nobody's going to lose their job, nobody's going to do shit. I mean, nobody's going to lose bonuses, there's no fucking consequences, Yeah couple million dollars guess what that ain't shit to these motherfuckers these are fucking like real gangsters like fuck your fucking fucking coke dealers and all these bullshit motherfuckers out there in the hood who think they're badass motherfuckers like these motherfuckers destroy entire countries with their fucking bullshit like they'll bring in the entire military black ops Brigade SEAL Team 6 on your ass. <clears throat> and, you know, Gay Pride is totally for them. They have no problem being sponsored by them. But Brad, that Bradley Manning, he, uh, he, he, he made America look dumb. He, quote-unquote, put service members in harm's way, which he did not do. So... We will not tolerate any fucking support of him. Any hint. It wasn't even any open support. Any hint of support. <laughs> that's just a crazy bitch right there. That's a, <clears throat> that's a crazy dyke. Fucking drunk on power. <laughs> Taking herself way too fucking seriously. That bitch needs a fucking mushroom trip. <laughs> <laughs> fucking give her some fucking perspective. Because from where I'm sitting... We's all just some super complex bacteria growing on this, this fucking little bit of rock flying around in space that spins around a giant fireball. Like, holy shit. This is some crazy shit. We ain't shit. And you're going to go out there and condemn another little bacteria spore for doing what was arguably the right thing? Fuck you. 
But anyway. But that's what it is, man. Obama. Worse on weed than all than Bush was. They've done more to crack down on legal, legal medical marijuana. Legal. Voter approved. The will of the people. America, red, white, and blue. He's done more to interfere with that. More raids, more fucking threatening to crack down and do these civil asset forfeitures on landlords of people who rent to dispensary owners. He's done more to crack down on that shit than Bush did in eight years in Obama's first term. First term and whatever he's doing now. He's still doing it. He's a piece of shit. Like, I fucking hate that guy. But... Yeah. My buddy in Afghanistan was like, I'll be home in a week. Hmm. Yeah, my buddy over there in Afghanistan right now fucking quote-unquote fighting for your freedoms. Not really. He's just over there because... Occupying land. Yeah. Garden opium poppy fields, you know. Fucking bribing mullahs and Sikhs or whatever the fuck they're called to try to get them right out on the Taliban who are going to come in and cut their fucking heads off. That's the war in fucking Afghanistan and Iraq. Iraq, however the fuck it's properly pronounced. Sorry, all my Middle Eastern brothers out there. You know, I mean, you know, disrespect. (laughs) I'm just a product of the American educational system, so I'm a little bit ignorant about these things. Sorry. And, you know, really, that's no excuse. The American education system is fucked up, so what do you expect? I'm a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, there's a library, motherfucker. Use it. It's free. But anyway. So what's up with that World of Warcraft, Pat? Well, I like how you switched over to that. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's the only thing I fucking do. Well, I saw you do on Monday night when I see you when I come over here raiding, so come on, man. That's a scheduled thing, I mean. Well, yeah, it's a scheduled thing. We've got a group of people. Everybody can do it Monday night, so we do it Monday night. Okay, but how's it going? That's cool. I tried to get BlizzCon tickets and failed three times. Three times. Okay. Why don't you uh, tell us about that? Well, BlizzCon is BlizzardCon, Blizzard Convention. It's uh, a celebration of the Warcraft, Starcraft, and Diablo universes. You know, three of those 133 universes that your friend was telling you about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So that leaves 130 left? Yeah. Well, 129, because I've been to four now. Oh, shit. You know, real life kind of Oh, stupid. shit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Powerful Pat Hensley. Right. So anyway. Um, me and my buddy John. He's, uh... I'm going to grab a water. You want one? Yeah. 
And this is 40, like 45-ish, I'm estimating. I think it's lower than that, maybe like 43. He's like this 43-year-old man. He doesn't do much. He's got a bunch of kids, and he was on uh, disability for a couple years. Now he's delivering pizzas, but he's not making full income that he used to because he fucked his uh, back and neck up at his previous job. So he's working out all the uh, like legal bullshit with that because they're supposed to like pay him the difference between what he's making now and what he can't or what he used to make or some shit. I don't know. So anyway, this motherfucker sat at home for two years, just basically. Um, doing nothing really, you know. He just kind of said, and he's work. He's doing projects in his house and stuff, but he's unemployed. And um, his son started playing World of Warcraft, so he picked it up one day, and he like, I mean, he went from like zero to a hundred faster than I've any seen anybody ever with this game. And he's not even a fucking gamer. Like he's not a gamer. He he knows nothing about this. You know what I mean? Like some of us have been, like that have played games like. Oh, you know, I may not have played, you know, Halo or something, but I played first-person shooters, you know. Like, I got a foundation. Mm -hmm. He didn't have any of that. He just fucking, oh, my son's playing it. Sure, I'll just kind of take it on as an activity to do with my son, you know. It's the summer. He's not doing anything. He's 14 or 15 at this point. Spend some time with my son, you know, quality bonding time. So, uh, in the world of Warcraft, <laughs> I mean, dude, he, uh, man, I, welcome I to, welcome to t 2013, motherfuckers. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like, he's an awesome guy, but like, dude, he's, I mean, like his, his garage had a tree limb fall on it. Or no, 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 that was the second time. That happened too, but prior to that, his garage burned down. Fucking guy burned his garage down. Um, Some guy burned his garage oh, down? He did. Oh, he, he, he burned, burned his, his own, own garage okay. down. An accident, obviously? Yeah, like he pushed, okay. he pushed the, they had a propane grill, he pushed it in the garage not knowing it was still on. Okay. And like six hours later, like <laughs> all the smoke's coming out of the fucking <laughs> That's almost as bad as Jason. Yeah. In his uh, fucking fiasco anyway. with his grill. But anyway. Yeah, you, yeah, confusing we, him now. Let me stick to one story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, it's like, a conversation, dude. It's organic. Well, I'm trying yeah. to appeal to everybody. I know. So Come like, on, dude. I so want like, it to be artificial. When, when he burned his garage down... Fuck Monsanto! Yeah. <laughs> when he burned his garage down, he got a huge insurance check. And, you know, he's a pretty handy guy. He fixes cars. You know, he put a second floor in his house. He's like, you know, I'll take this ten grand or whatever. I'm making that number up, but it's an even number. Yeah. Just for example's sake. He's like, I'll take this ten grand where I could just pay somebody the 10 grand directly to build me a new garage, I'll build it myself and I'll pocket four grand because I there know how to do that shit. There you go. So he did that, dude, and he, he had like a couple thousand dollars. You know what he does? He fucking goes on Google somewhere and he buys 300,000 World of Warcraft gold from oh Chinese Farmer. Uh, uh, oh, my God. And just to give you an idea of, like, if you don't play, you probably don't have an idea of how like good or, or bad that is. He spent about 350 real dollars buying nothing, buying currency, virtual currency yeah, in yeah. a fucking game. Like, he did nothing tangible. Yeah, and, and I, I kind of had some experience with this. Uh, obviously... Well, no, I have bought gold before, but, yeah. like, I'm talking, like, $20, you know? Like, there's one I... Well, the first time I ever bought gold in WoW was because, like, in the original game, there were two mounts you could get. The little like things that you ride around yeah, and yeah. move faster. 
One was cheap. Everybody had the one. But there was a second tier. It was called epic riding skill. It cost like 800 fucking gold, which I'll give you an idea of that. At level 60, I was walking around on a good day with 10, 20 gold. You know, that was buying shit but not being like too conservative but a little conservative, you know. I always like to keep some money on hand in case some badass new item comes out and I want it right away, you know, I want to have the money to be able to buy that shit. So, uh, anyway, I'm kind of just... Yeah, you're very invested in your World of Warcraft life. (laughs) Well, I'm just telling you stories. So anyway, getting, getting back to the root of this. Go for it, yeah. I'm just giving you an so idea. So he spends of, all this money, gets his fake... Well, not all. Fake, he's, fake... Well, he's got a gambling I, I, habit. That's why I see. He's got a gambling habit. But you know what? He's not, <laughs> he's not throwing all his money away because he's still paying his bills and he's still not like... Yeah. You know, he's, he's still spending time... He's holding shit down. But yeah. And if you want to compare <laughs> it to like that, you know, he's got a gambling problem. But anyway, so this guy's so into the game, obviously, after telling you all that shit. He's like, I want to go to this Blizzard convention. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, that'd be cool. I'd be down, you know. We're from Chicago. It's in California. Make, like, a nice little four-day trip out of it, you know. And it's in November, so it'll, it'll be cold here, you know. It'll be nice to get out for a little bit. And plus, I never really went anywhere with him. And I don't go on vacations all that often anyway, so fuck it. Tickets are $125, I think. And we're on Ventrilo one night, which is like a voice chat thing on the computer. And... uh <clears throat> Our thing was we were going to try to buy the tickets. Like, we were going to both see who could get tickets. And then, like, if I could get in, I'd buy both of ours and he'd reimburse me. And if he got in, he'd buy both of ours and I'd reimburse him. And, like, what had happened was uh, I didn't, I I never tried to get BlizzCon tickets before, so I didn't know, like, how exactly it was going to go down. Like, I I had always heard in years past, you know, that the, oh, BlizzCon tickets sold out in five minutes or ten minutes or whatever. So I know it's a hot ticket. And that's why I was trying to get both of us on to do it at the same time to increase our odds of getting fucking tickets. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I didn't know if it was going to be like, uh, like if any of you have ordered from Ticketmaster, what happens is as soon as ticket sales open up, um, you know, you click on there how many tickets you want. Or sometimes it shows like a map of it, like of the theater or whatever venue type place, depending on what kind of show you're seeing. And it'll show you like the filled in seats are taken and the white ones are empty. So like I didn't know if it was going to be like uh, something like that, you know. And then when you click on it, it's like, okay, we're holding these tickets for you for the next five minutes. You know, just give you enough time to put your billing information in and complete the transaction, but not too much time to where like, you can just hold a bunch of tickets and try to, like, buy them up and scalp them later or some shit. Or I didn't know if it was just going to be like, okay, whoever can click and fucking type the fastest, you know, get in, get in the website, get in, type, 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 hit checkout, put your fucking credit card information in. Well, I guess you do that before you checked out, but you know what I mean. Just whoever can type the fucking fastest. I didn't know how it was going to be. So uh, what had happened was... I said, John, is your son going to come? Because obviously his son used to play World of Warcraft. He really doesn't that much anymore. And, uh, yeah, fucking, um, he's like, well, let me go ask him. It's like 8.58. Tickets are going on sale at 9 p.m. I'm like, dude, fucking hurry up and ask him. Like, I don't know, uh, I don't know how this is going to go down. I need you here, man. We need to be a team for this shit. And he fucking goes away, and it's like 8.59. 
I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna fucking open any second now, and he's gonna, he's not even gonna be here. And uh, sure as shit, fucking, I see, the, <laughs> I see the thing, the drop down menu come. How many tickets do you want? One to four. And I'm just like, John, John. I'm like screaming at him over vent for like five to seven seconds. Finally, I'm like, fuck it. I click two, and in five seconds time, I was like, twelve hundred or twelve thousand five hundredth in queue or some shit like that. Twelve hundred thousand nerds. <laughs> I had this motherfucker doing the same exact shit. Well, but I, I hesitated for like five seconds. Yeah. The next time that they sell, they sell these tickets in waves. You know, if somebody can't be online. You know, if they got family obligations or whatever. You know, you want to give everybody a chance to get a ticket if they if they so can. You know, yeah. sometimes you know, people are busy at night. Can't just sell on tickets in one night. Obviously, so, they want to make money. So yeah. So uh, the second sale was, uh, this was like a Thursday night. The second sale was Saturday morning. And John had to work, so I, I was like, all right. I guess I'll just have to fucking try to get him. So I got on there, and I knew exactly how it worked the first time. So I'm like, all right, I got this shit, you know. One of my buddies on in my guild uh, bought tickets the same, like the first night when I fucking waited five seconds. And he got, like, he, all he did is he's like, yeah, dude, as soon as I saw the uh, the page refresh, I'm sitting there spamming F5 on my keyboard, which is a refresh button. As soon as I saw it, I just clicked 2, and I hit check out, and I was 700th in queue, but, you know, that wasn't anything. They had, you know, I think the, I think they sell them, like, 10,000 tickets per wave or something. So, I mean, he, obviously, he got tickets. So, I'm like, okay. Like, I just got to fucking click, you know. I just, I just got to be ready and just click right away. And, you know, I might be, you know, a little bit fat back in queue, depending on, like, lag time and... All that bullshit. But I should get tickets. So, Saturday morning, yep. I fucking get on there and fucking page pops up. And I'm like, okay, click. Like, maximum one second. Like, I clicked that shit, man. I was like fucking there and I was ready. I fucking handled that shit. And it's like, you are 700 and, or I'm sorry, 7,500th in queue. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, really? Like, I clicked that shit immediately. Like, I mean, I suppose I know a lot of other people are out there, too, like, doing the same thing, but that many people, you know? Like, fuck. And needless to say, I didn't get tickets that time, either. So there was a third wave, but this was, like, not just a general admission. This was for, uh, fucking, it was for a benefit dinner. Like, I guess the, the night before BlizzCon, they were, uh, Having some benefit dinner for the developers of Blizzard games. And, uh, yeah, you can have dinner with the developers and have a meet and greet and ask questions and shit. And I didn't really give a fuck about that, but this John guy, he wanted to go so fucking bad. And honestly, like, in the past year especially, like, my interest in the games kind of declined quite a bit. Like, I don't play like I used to. You know what I mean? It, it's more of, like, a tool that I use when I get bored, like to socialize, you know what I mean? Like, I just get on there and, like, hang out, hang out, you know, and chat with people. What's like, up? Oh, yeah, Catch up. Yeah, you, you want to, you wanna like, oh, yeah, let's go kill this guy. Yeah, I'll help you out or whatever, you know. But, like, along that thought, I'm just like, you know, I don't really want to, sp- and plus these, these fucking benefit tickets were 500 bucks. Like, dude, <laughs> 500 bucks for, <laughs> you know, the, the regular admission is 125. I'm like, dude, that's 500 bucks, man. Just to get in the door. Like, we gotta fucking get to the door. We gotta fucking fly from Chicago. And then we gotta get a fucking hotel room for four nights. Like, 
we divide that shit in half, I don't know if I want to spend $1,000 to go to BlizzCon. But at the same time, going back to what I was saying about like kind of losing interest in it, and for me it's just a hangout now, this guy's totally fucking into it. And sometimes like people just cold, cold turkey fucking quit the game. And like, I don't know if he's going to be in, interested in the game a year from now, you know. So like, kind of along that line, I was like, okay, fuck. You know, it's just money. I got it, so I mean, what the fuck ever. I'll, I guess I'll spend it. You know, I'm not like, not hurting. But I don't want to spend it. But anyway, so I'm like, fine, you know, just along that vein that this may be our only opportunity to go because he may not be into this shit next year. Right. He's or grown I, ass. Or you're, you're both grown ass men, but yeah. him more so. Yeah, so I'm just like, fuck. All right, fine. I'll try to get fucking benefit tickets. So I get on there, same fucking thing. You know, I'm spamming the refresh button like the minute of, the minute before and finally the fucking uh, thing comes up. And I fucking slammed my finger on that shit. And dude, like, at first I was all excited because it said I was like 800th in queue. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Finally. finally. <laughs> Not the price I wanted, but finally. Yeah. And so I left that browser open. I opened up a new tab and I'm just like, how many tickets there are to this fucking thing? Because, you know, obviously the, the BlizzCon, it's at the Anaheim Convention Center. It's a huge place. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking tickets for that. But a dinner? It's a little I, more exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little more exclusive. So... I don't know, I think I just Googled it or... No, there was like a FAQ, an FAQ on the, mm-hmm. uh, the benefit dinner page or whatever. And FAQ. I found, uh, I found the uh, thing where it said that there was only going to be 200 seats. And I'm like, fuck. So you, you kind of got screwed there. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I thought 800th would have been awesome for the other queue, but for this one, it was just as much dog shit as fucking 12,000 and 7,000. Yeah. So, I didn't get fucking BlizzCon tickets, but uh, my roommate Mike's friend, Mike, his girlfriend allegedly has somebody that she knows that's a Blizzard employee. Ooh, someone on the inside. And apparently they have employee sale for BlizzCon tickets for, like, family and friends, you know, personal friends and shit. That's in uh, July sometime. And he couldn't guarantee me anything, but he said he would try. So, I'll try. But, I don't know, I don't really care, like, too much anymore. But I'll try. I mean, you know, I don't know. That's, like, two months away. I mean, maybe maybe Mike and his his girlfriend will break up or something. Yeah, you, know? you never know. Not A lot happen. can happen. So, I'm not, I'm not, like, really excited or hoping for anything. But, you know, if it happens, whatever. Whatever. So, so yeah, we went from fucking, like, government fucking shit to, to mushrooms to fucking cannabis and war crimes and all this shit, and now we're talking about fucking World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. All right, so anyway, we're, we're over two hours, so, I mean, we're getting fucking long here. I'm not even sure how the fuck I'm going to upload this shit, so <clears throat> I think it might be a good time to stop or at least start wrapping it up. Um, I guess before we go, I kind of want to get your, your thoughts on, uh, your first, um, rather uneventful mushroom experience. What did you, uh, how was it? Obviously it was kind of shitty. <laughs> it got rained out and drove around, but I mean, as far as like the effects yeah. of the drugs, it like, wasn't what did bad, you get? dude. Like it. 
I don't, I don't, this wasn't a negative thing for me, like, like that analogy I kept using earlier, like, I think it's like the perfect description, man, like, take a black hole, dude, like, I got to the event horizon, I could, like, see it, I could, you know, sense it, but, like, I couldn't reach out quite far enough to stick my hand in, and, like, get pulled in, you know what I mean, like, I felt like a nice body high, especially, like, when we started to drive. That's why I had to stop driving, dude. Like, my body was, like, <laughs> my fucking body was, like, tensing up and shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, I, yeah, dude, like, I'm trying to, like, focus on not dying, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to focus on, like, I don't want to crash into anything, you know? I, I'm, like, looking down every five seconds to make sure I'm not speeding. And, like, dude, like, like it was too much for me. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I, I, I can't I, fucking I, operate like this right now, dude. Like, <laughs> I apologize, but... To be to be fair, no, dude, it's cool. Before we even before we even left, you know, I was like, "Are you cool to drive?" You you said you were. I cool. was, dude, <laughs> at the time. But the, did it kick in? I later? was. I mean, I know when we were still at the woods, you were still kind of like you were just not feeling anything. I was fucked up. Within like thirty minutes, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Well, what the fuck? It wasn't like I I, I mean I could have kept driving. I just didn't want to. You know, like, it wasn't like... Yeah, 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 and I, I, I totally, I think I get that, too, because it's just like, yeah, it's not, like, even when we were walking and we saw those houses, it wasn't, like, so much it was, like, I was upset about the houses, or the houses really didn't bother me, that, but they were, like, I didn't like them. I, I wanted to be in nature. I wanted to be away from civilization, and I wanted to be in nature. I mean, it was an inconvenience. Like, I could deal with it. It wasn't going to ruin my day. I wasn't going to freak out. But, um, you know, like, if I'm walking in the middle of a fucking forest preserve, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, the forest preserve ends, and there's a fucking subdivision with these big, like, prefab, mini sort of mansion-y looking houses out there, like, what the fuck is that? That's just, like, a stark (laughs) contrast, like... Yeah, that's exactly why I came out to the woods in the first place is to get away from that shit. And you know, it's kind of kind of fucking with my buzz. I mean, but yeah, dude. I mean, I I gotta do this again, even if it's not with you. Like, I gotta do it. Yeah, I feel like I have to. Uh, I have to cross. So I have to see that side. Yeah, yeah. Even just once. And I mean, even me. I mean, obviously, doing a gram of mushrooms. Uh, 130 pounds that's not you know a ter- that's not a huge dose average dose is a three and a three and a half grams an eighth and you know I've done I've done those doses before I've been fucked up out of my goddamn mind lost touch with reality and <laughs> uh, you know it's you know it's not I mean it's not fun I just a little disclaimer for maybe uh, some impressionable youth who may be listening to this right now. Like, you know, don't fucking don't don't be a dumbass. Yeah, like, like know what you're doing. Do, yeah, like, do, do, do your, your research and be be prepared. You know, take the proper precautions. Yeah, dude, be I mean, smart. Be safe. Like, like I was telling you, man. Like before I did all this, like I've talked to other friends too, you know, to get other input. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to know, like what the fuck am I getting into? Yeah, yeah. You know, and like I just wanted people to share their experiences. I've read shit online, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I mean, one of my buddies, Brad, he's like, dude, like you can have some fucked up trips, dude. Like yeah. he's like, like if you're gonna do mushrooms, like 
I caution you. Like, I'm not telling you not to do it because it's worth it, but like, yeah. dude, like you like really need to understand ahead of time like exactly what you're going into. Exactly. It's like if you're going to go vacation in Mexico and the current climate with the drug cartels and whatever, you got to know uh, where the fuck you're going. Uh, know uh, where the pitfalls are. You, and, you know, be reasonably competent in your ability, confident in your ability to navigate the terrain yeah. without, you know, getting stuck. And if you do get stuck, know how to get out. Right. Um, I believe uh, MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, made an awesome YouTube video. Uh, if you look, can find it. It's don't know what it's called, but it's basically uh, just a little like PSA almost on how to survive a bad trip. And basically, you just need to be calmed down more, more, more than anything. Like. You just need to be reassured that you're in a safe place and that everything's going to be okay. Because what happens a lot of times, uh, especially uh, on these psychedelic drugs, is that you, you kind of imagination runs wild. You sort of take things way out of context. You blow them way out of proportion. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, earlier when my girlfriend said she called fucking cops. Like, <laughs> uh, if I chose to focus on that... Yeah, um, you, you know, you, if I was if I was more fucked up, like when that would have freaked me. The I would have fucking flipped my fucking lid. Dude, even in the car, like when you told me that later, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I almost didn't tell you because I well, didn't want to fuck with you. But well, you know, dude, it, it didn't I didn't want to just sit there and hold that in. Well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just, I had to share that just but. to uh, like reiterate the point that you're making. Like when you first said that, my first reaction was like, oh my god, your town's so small, they're gonna be here any second. <laughs> But then, like, when, when, the, the more I thought about it, I'm like, dude, I don't want to think about that, you know, because yeah. that's just going to make me fucking paranoid. Exactly. So I'm not going to focus on that. Even though, like, it, it kept coming back in my head a couple of times that yeah, I kept yeah, re-mentioning yeah. it, but yeah. that was just because it was funny. Like, at that point, I, I knew we weren't in danger anymore. We'd been driving for 30 minutes. Right. But, we were just driving around for but hours. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, why would she say that to you? Yeah, it's just ignorant, dumb, like, dumbass bullshit, but whatever. Like, she... She's my girlfriend, so... It's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, well, whatever. It is what it is, man. What are you gonna do? Women can't live with them, can't live without them, but... I mean... Yeah. Obviously, you know... Not even just kids, like, anybody. I don't give a fuck if you're a kid or a grown-ass man. If you don't have any experience with this shit, like... Or even if you do have experience with it and you're just a dumbass, because there's a lot of dumbasses out there who just kind of, like, take this shit and they're like, oh, mushrooms, oh, and go to raves and all that bullshit. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not, you know, trying to preach and tell you how to live your life or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, something bad might happen. Like, protect yourself. Yeah. That's, you know, respect yourself. Protect yourself. Plur and all that bullshit. Fucking rave people talk about peace, love, respect, and understanding. <laughs> or understanding, respect. Plur. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I know a lot like of these people who are just fucking wastes of life. Wastes of life. Just fucking worthless. Fucking pieces of shit. But again, you know, I'm just kind of judging them from the 
dominant culture. I'm just my little marijuana user over here, passing judgment. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, for real though, like, at a certain point, you got to look at like the utility of which I don't, I don't know, even utility. It's kind of still a little judgmental, but I mean, like, yeah, you're going to raise. You're getting fucked up. You're having good times or whatever. But what the fuck are you really doing? What, what the fuck are you accomplishing? I mean, if you turn around, I mean, you have this good time at the rave, but then you turn around and you're just a fucking worthless piece of shit in real life. Like, is that really? I mean, something to be proud of? I don't. I don't fucking think so. You know. We, fucking just fucking drain on everybody else around you get a fucking job or something I mean or if you can't get a job at least fucking produce something make something do do a craft yeah fucking hippies Jesus Christ get it together but uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anyway um I guess on that note unless you have anything else to add no man Till next time. Till next time. This is, uh, I guess. What time is it? Uh, we, we, we started with the start time. I believe it was 5.40. It's been over two hours. Um, I just want to check. Let me check. My clock says 7.57. 7.57. So there we go. All two right, hours. Bitches. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't know how we're going to distribute this yet. Hopefully I can upload it to YouTube, but. We'll see what happens. Anyway, till next time, take a sleazy. I guess I shouldn't say that. What what the fuck should we say? Peace, peace, bitches. Yeah. That's a good, that's what I used to always sign yeah, out my, I'm uh, from Texas. my blogs, <laughs> my blogs <laughs> with. Peace, bitches. All right. Inhale. Inhale. Slowly exhale. That's how you get high. Yeah. You know I had to write a weed song, right? I mean, everybody's got a weed song. The problem is other people's weed songs like death. We need to start talking about why herb needs to be legalized. So here's my argument. There's a certain plant that grows up on this planet that's a keeper. For those who aren't familiar, it's called cannabis sativa. We were introduced when I was in the eighth grade. She had me at hello, cause ever since I've stayed blazed. If you only cop in mids, then we're not on the same plane. I have expensive taste, so I don't smoke the plain Jane. She helps me maintain, I choose the path to meditation. Some people smoke for fun, I use it as my medication. The first time I got high, I couldn't mask the awkward wobble. Inhaling chronic smoke out of a plastic water bottle on my back. Staring up into the ceiling with my friends I remember thinking, damn, I hope this feeling never ends The smoke made me cough like I was choking on some gravel Laughing uncontrollably from joking, we would cackle The way it hit my brain, my mind was opened up for travel Flying through the sky like I had broken all the shackles Why the fuck is it legal? I don't know Aspirin is perfectly legal But if you take 13 of them motherfuckers, it'll be your last
Yeah, some people with agendas try to demonize its worth. But the time is past due for us to legalize the herb. When they say it has no value, it's astounding to hear. We've been using it as medicine for thousands of years. Fuck that propaganda that's been pounding your ear. They aim to keep you in the private box that houses your fear. Some are downing the beer. It's kind of crazy that it's legal in the U.S. yearly alcohol kills 80,000 people. Tobacco's even worse. The fact it's killing us is clear. It's victims in the U.S. half a million a year. When they say that herb is worse, they're just deceiving you improperly. By keeping it illegal, they're exceeding all hypocrisy. They try to block the truth when really it's unstoppable. Consuming weed is safe. There'll be no visit to the hospital. To overdose on cannabis is physically impossible. A lack of education hurts, but will it be an obstacle? Marijuana, uh, you know, cigarettes legal, alcohol legal, kill uh, more people than all other illegal drugs combined times 1,000. They are illegal. Marijuana, a drug that kills no one. Kill your brain cells is another uttered line But the science is conclusive, that's a motherfucking lie Medically, weed has no value, say it are indignant rulers When it comes to guarding evidence, they're all vindictive stewards It's hard to know what's true when others spread persistent rumors So I'm sure you didn't know that we can shrink malignant tumors But I'm a different suitor fighting petty fabrications Marijuana as a medicine has many applications It alleviates your pain, working with a sonic quickness It boosts the appetite of those who have a chronic sickness Evidence like this refutes repetitive one-liners plus the fact the plant prevents developing alzheimer's if we legalized and taxed that we could find a lot of wealth so take your preconceptions and consign them to the shelf i truly think the lord above designed it for our health the fact that it's illegal is a crime unto itself